0: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. And I say, hey, what a wonderful kind of thing.
2: Welcome everybody to Wednesday mornings episode 28. Joining me as always is my very excited and celebratory co-host Liam. Liam, stop it. You behave.
3: Oh. Oh no. (laughs) I've I've been, uh, I was gonna say esconded, but that's not the word. Yeah, it's just like, uh, what's the word I'm looking
2: for? Just shaking my finger at you. You've been scolded? Yeah, scolded. That's what I was looking for. There you go. I'm being scolded. So two weeks ago, the black the... and
3: white filter has no. Shut up. The black and white, <laughs> the black and white filter has gone over you now because you've turned evil
2: and you're being mean. Yeah, this is this is the new dynamic of the podcast. <laughs> I like the way you're like you're you like... being evil at me. Did you just told me to shut up? <laughs>
3: yeah, but that's expected at this point, surely.
2: Mm. We, we we do need. We're on episode twenty eight, so we do need a dynamic evolution. To, to, to really keep the listeners going in these, these tough times of watching mediocre empty arena wrestling.
3: Okay, let's switch it up. Do you want to be, like, the mean one and I'll be the nice one?
2: I'm never mean, so I couldn't possibly do that. Hmm. You did upload a clip of you literally screaming over me for 60 seconds. That could technically be construed as a clip of you trying to interrupt me for 45 seconds, in fact. After you had already been ranting for, like, two minutes? I enjoy ranting. This is my, my platform to just shout about nothing, and then people have to listen to it. So, obviously, that's what I'm going to do. What else would I do with a podcast? That's why literally everybody has a podcast.
3: Yeah, every and that's why there's, like, triple the amount of podcasts now, because everyone's inside and bored. Yeah, and
2: Eric Stevens is mad that everybody has a podcast. Ooh. There we go. <laughs> like, oh, No that's Ooh. that's one of those tweets it's like not everybody has to po- have a podcast shut up let people do what they want you don't have to listen to their podcasts and you have to talk about their podcasts so go away let people do what they want yeah especially in these times <laughs> yeah we're bored and stuck inside and slowly going insane so just let people talk so wait, into we... a microphone I think
3: everyone's gone insane very quickly like we we lost it like a solid three weeks before the world was like nah
2: we have to go back outside people don't matter i need matter. a haircut <laughs> oh dear my hair is quite long because I, I do a hair reset every like four to six months literally i just let it grow and shave it all off and let it grow and shave it all off and that's my haircut but um i plan to get one in the middle of march and now it's the middle of april it's not even the middle of april it's toward the end of april and it's very long should go like a full year i also haven't shaved since like December, which is the longest I've gone without shaving, so I also have the largest beard I've ever had. I I have fully embraced quarantine homelessness, look. I
3: can't grow a beard.
2: Oh, neither can I. It looks horrible.
3: Like, no, like, I I can't grow anything. Like, it's just, like, a very light stubble, because most of my facial hair is blonde. Ooh. So you can't even see it. So it's just, like, I get all the negatives of having facial hair, where when I shave, like, it gets everywhere but none of the benefits because when it's on my face, you can't see it. Mm. So I'm just this degenerate <laughs> who has a fairy face, but it can't be seen. It's very annoying. Like I've, I literally went to like my mom one time. I was just like, yo, feel my face. And she's like, what? Oh shit, there is hair there. I was like, <laughs> yes, someone, please believe me, there's hair. I'm not a child. How long have you, what's the longest you've let it grow? Um, I can grow like a little, like, kind of an inch long goatee mm-hmm. and i can grow some pretty like matt jackson-esque sideburns but everything else there's like just blonde and you can't see anything that's that's even if like, i d- if, even if i leave it for like five
2: weeks you, re- like, you won't see anything you really are basically a child aren't you
3: yeah well i hey, hope one day i'll grow up <laughs> and i'll start <laughs> growing facial hair
2: you'll be a real boy
3: <laughs> yes i'll have to get on that testosterone replacement hmm I'll, and I'll, I'll get I'll get on Ryback's branded <laughs> testosterone replacement that he sells. This, that's very on-brand for him to sell. Yeah, well, he he had a tea replacement, because he, remember he had that ad where he, like, clotheslined a woman into a pool? I don't remember
2: that ad. I don't think I've seen this ad.
3: You haven't seen this ad? <laughs> there was, like, this girl, and then, like, like... Just this regular girl, and then, like, he clotheslines her into the pool,
2: and then, like, this model comes out,
1: and
3: is like, this is what the Ryback stuff can do for you.
2: I too want to be like Ryback, bald and do. unnecessarily <laughs> muscly.
3: I too want to be a beautiful model.
2: <laughs> I wonder if his hair loss is part of his testosterone replacement therapy. Well that is actually a thing.
3: That's a side effect of testosterone replacement. Well that makes sense for him That's- then. As far as
2: I'm aware, well, I think that was just steroids. Well, you know, thinking about it, I can't get a haircut. Allegedly, so realistically, if you can't get a haircut, just take Ryback's testosterone replacement therapy, and you'll lose Mm. your hair and get jacked.
3: I've never shaved my head, Mm. but I was told that I would have a good shaved head.
2: I shave my head. As I said, I shave my head like twice a year, so it goes to with a, a number two razor. So that's how short my hair gets until I let it grow to not quite shoulder length it's usually like neck length I never let it go further than that because then it starts annoying me and then I get a cut there's my hair I've had it to like I've had it to shoulder but not like it still kind of looks like
3: medium length hair it never looked long you've never reached like the thing from the Adams Family levels Well, it kind of did look like that because like I didn't cut it into style I just let it grow out Mm. and then like I just started tying it into a ponytail because I think that was easier than anything else But, like, my general haircut is either, like, mid-length, kind of slicked back, but not, not, like, actual slicked back, just, like, naturally going back kind of deal. Um, like, the, the dude from Hangover, and Sniper, American Sniper. Who? You know what I'm talking about. The dude from American, oh, Bradley something? Bradley 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 Cooper? Cooper. He has, like, a slicked back kind of, like, hair deal, but, like, like, just naturally his hair goes back. I kind of have that thing going on. Or my normal hair, which is just, I shave the sides and back. Hmm. And, like, some like sometimes if I'm feeling real frisky, I'll go down to, like, zero. Like, straight up zero, blended up into, like, a two. No one cares about this. No. Why are we talking about this? Was, no one gives a shit.
2: Well, well, about 20 minutes ago, I was gonna say, two weeks ago, the revival news broke while we were on the podcast. Last week, the Fink news broke while we were about to record the podcast. What's gonna break this week?
3: Uh, TW20's <laughs> beta is gonna get released. Ah, oh, there you go. Are you very excited? Um, See, I didn't think I was going to, like, I thought I was like, yeah, whatever. But then, like, I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> like, just straight up, like, child before a game comes out. Like, I, just, I was like, ooh, TW. This is your real Christmas. Kinda. Well, like, TW 2016 was my game of the year that year. <laughs> it was the game I played the most. I couldn't, like, I couldn't consciously, like, if whatever game was number two, I probably played, like, oh, 50 hours, whatever. Like, I definitely put over 100
2: hours into TW 2016, the first year it came out. I heard you make promises on stream about us playing TEW games. On... Mm-hmm. Mm. hmm So we're, we're going to do the Wednesday War Games, but we'll take a side each.
3: Yeah, it's Wednesday War Games.
2: I see what you did there. That's obviously yeah. why we named that the podcast that, to, to, to have the long-term yeah. branding implications.
3: Yeah, I'll probably make it Twitch for it or something, because, I don't know, I have nothing better to do. Um... But, yeah, well, that's the easy one is to do the actual Wednesday War games. Mm-hmm. But that's also, like, a lot of commitment. <laughs> and we're, like, <laughs> fickle. So, well, we, me. Um, so I was thinking, like, we'll do, like, a one-off stream when it comes out. And be like, hey, let's go look at stuff. Blah, 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 And then, as I... I have to learn the game first because I'm the one who does all the work for it. So, like, you're going to have to give me, like... You have to give me a couple weeks to, like, actually learn the mechanics before we go into, like, an actual- the Wednesday War games.
2: Mm-hmm. Do-, do we have to say it like that every time?
3: I mean, I'm gonna, like, make the account, like, Wednesday War in, like, lower- lowercase, and then just games all in capital. Of course. So, yes
2: is the answer to that. Uh, we should probably talk about these wrestling shows. <sighs> do we have to, man? Like, we're they were all right. We're nine minutes in. <laughs>
3: Yeah, this is what people come for, man. They don't care about my actual wrestling takes. Listen,
2: people are very concerned about what you think of WWE NXT.
3: All right, well, let's tell them
2: right now. Uh, every week we talk about WWE and NXT. Last week, NXT was the winner, so we shall cover NXT first, which opened with the news that Finn Balor has been attacked or whatever, and he's not here anymore. He's just, he's missing, I think?
3: was the thing they went with F- Full sale, Oh, actually not Full sale. the
2: Performance Center now is the most dangerous place in Florida it's people are being kidnapped literally uh, everyone's always attacked here like they, they should get and there's never security it's like it's actually very concerning that like uh, El Hilo El Fantasma is, tra- is nearly kidnapped later in the show like he goes out to the parking lot and there's no Damn, security there I have my theories I have my theories about that kidnapping I ah, you think it's a red herring I think it's, a, well, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. But yeah, get security, you crazy people. Why are these people going out of the parking lot where people have been kidnapped, never to be seen again in recent weeks, and you don't have security there to, like, guard them? Come on, Triple H. Come on, William Regal. The, the only, like, um, security that they
3: have is, like, being exclusively given to Tommaso Ciampa and Gargano for when they try to fight each other. Mm-hmm. That's
2: all they have available. I guess it. it, Have that defense force. I guess it's probably hard. It's our security essential personnel. At the moment, I would have thought so, but. Nope. The definition of essential personnel in WWE lately is pretty loose. Um, I was looking on Twitter today. I'm surprised. And I saw on the WWE NXT Twitter that Mm. Finn Balor's nickname currently is the Prince, but it's. Yes, spelled P or I N X E as opposed to C E, yes. Prinks. And that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. What is he? A Kingdom Hearts character?
3: Um. Well, you see, he has a big X on his gear now. Uh huh. And he's the Prinks. So,
2: I hate it. <laughs> How have I not noticed this? Because I, I I clicked the hashtag and he tweeted that like uh, well, back in like December when he did the heel turn, and I was like, oh. I guess I just never paid enough attention.
3: Mm.
2: Pranks. Yes, Finn Balor is uh, taken out. Velveteen Dream opened the show before he talked for 90 seconds. What was he talking about? Nobody could possibly know because he was talking to be interrupted by the returning Adam Cole on the show for the first time and got the best part of a month at this stage. He's been released from quarantine. He is free to lose on NXT again. Cole came out, understood here beat him up. Keith Lee made the save. Again, it's not even satire at this stage that literally every single promo on the show was just waiting to be interrupted. It's insane.
3: I mean, yeah. It's a main roster brand.
2: It really is. Yeah, so then the main event was set of uh, Strong and Cole against Dream and Keith Lee, I'm sure you were very excited for that one. Mm Mm-hmm. And we we did never find out what happened to Finn Balor. He's just just gone. He's dead. He was murdered. Walter killed him from afar
3: yes finally they deliver on that chant mm.
2: uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez defeated Shotty Blacker and Tegan Nox it was nice that Raquel won you know what what I
3: think Raquel Gonzalez and Tegan Knox have good chemistry together
2: yeah it's a good monster good plucky baby face can't really go wrong yeah I,
3: I really like their dynamic whenever they wrestle I actually like this match a lot
2: I had literally no thoughts about this match <laughs> like
3: literally none. <laughs> I just thought it was pretty good. I liked the finish with Gon- uh, Gonzalez
2: getting the win, as she should. I think she's pretty good. And she she should have gotten the win last week as well, so that when someone beats her, it's meaningful. Yeah, but, yeah, I like her. Alas, yes. Yeah, I like Raquel. She's, I'm, I'm now over Dakota Kai. They've ruined her, but that's neither here nor there. There was, like, a weird, like,
3: moment at the start where Kai tagged herself in. And I was like, are they going to split this team already? I was Mm. like, please
2: don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they did It It would be very WRE to be like, all right, now Raquel's going on her own. Dakota Kai, get back to the back of the line. We're ending the Diesel-HBK team. God, there was a quote this week that Shawn Michaels helped them make their entrance more like Diesel and HBK. I'm like, how about you make them more like themselves rather than somebody else? Just let them find. Let's let them develop mm, instead of trying to make them somebody else. God damn it! Can't have anything yeah, be new. But I, I enjoyed this tag. You know what I didn't enjoy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we get a video package of Drake Maverick. And we sure God, do get it, God. if this is a work, it's so distasteful, man. <laughs> Literally, any angle you come at this from, it's bad. Because on the surface. It's they fired him and then they brought him back and they turned firing him into a story, which is yeah. the grossest thing you can possibly think of. And like people will go, oh, but Spud agreed to do it, and like Spud would literally do anything for you. That's why he's such a versatile, fantastic performer. He would jump through fire for you, and that's why don't fire him. <laughs>
3: he's he's it's amazing. Just
2: like when actual people lost their
3: actual jobs to also do a. A fired guy gets redemption story. It just comes off really distastefully, especially when you play it off as being real. If it indeed wasn't at the start, that makes it even worse to me. It just leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. Even though I like Spud, it, it it's just like, I because it just it puts more focus on like the actual people who lost their actual jobs during this actual pandemic.
2: Yeah. So like, as I said, any angle you come at this from, if it's if it's not. A story that they always plan to tell, it's as sleazy as heck. If it is a story they always plan to tell, it's sleazy as heck. If they actually fired him and then made him fight for his job and give him his job back, that's also sleazy as hell. That's like like the most emotionally manipulative thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Like, there's no angle you come at this from in which it is not one of the sleaziest, grossest things I've seen in a very long time. And later in the show, Spud does a promo Mm. where it's like, well, maybe everybody was right. So you have the guy that was fired, cutting a promo, saying that maybe I was right to be fired. Fuck off! He's definitely back, though. He's definitely back, though. I don't know. I, I don't put any faith in WWE, because I, I could see him just losing all three of these tournament matches and disappearing until the end of time. I
3: think he loses two, wins the final one, and then Triple H comes in and says, oh, I'll give you a contract.
2: That's that and, so and, mi- and there might be... I hate it.
3: Lad- and that might be, like, a legitimate thing, too. Not even a storyline thing. Like, the Cedric thing where he comes out and assigns him. Oh,
2: if that happens. I Like, as I said, come at this from any angle. And it's just, no, don't do this to human beings. It's distasteful to the people who is fired. It's emotionally manipulative for poor Spud, who will, as I said, run through fire for you. But don't make them do it. And, God, um, I, I really, I really did not like this on any level. A part
3: of me was like, ugh, when like they they did this highlight video and then they came back from ad break and they're like, and re- remember the celebration of Triple H on Friday oh, yes, Smack- yes, yes. SmackDown as Drake Maverick was making his entrance. It's, it's like, very no. grim. It's very grim. No. <laughs> Anyway, to the match. Oh,
2: uh, uh, Also, like, the fact that commentary was like, and Drake Maverick has to put aside the circumstances in which he's competing in this match as if they weren't the ones that fired him. Like, the, well, this,
3: that's... So, it's that kind of commentary and the post-match angle that makes me really think that he, it, it is just a storyline and he is back. That's the worst. Because why else would they emphasize that?
2: Because what else are you going to do with him at the moment?
3: It, well, I just... Yeah, I, I think... If it was... If he was still gone, like, for reals, I think they wouldn't acknowledge it. But he's been on the bump, and he's... And they're talking about it constantly throughout the match. Uh, I think it's a story.
2: I hate everything.
3: Jake Atlas is cool, though.
2: It was a good match. Good little TV sprint. Nothing special, but an enjoyable little match. And they, um...
3: They didn't call his DDT the LGBT... Because they're a bunch of cowards. Yeah, seems a little bit cowardly. But, um... Yeah,
2: let's see how Jake Atlas does. It also makes it all the stranger, by the way, that uh, Jay squashed Jake Atlas like two weeks ago. It's like, what are you doing?
3: Well, that doesn't matter. We've already discussed
2: how these TV squashes don't mean anything. Just debut people so that they matter. Like, why squash somebody and then start pushing them? That's just one of those things. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why why are we arguing it at this point? We know how this show works. We got a video package on Damien Priest. He was like, Keith Lee, blah-de-blah. I, I don't. I Damian Priest is one of those wrestlers with he's he's in the Kip Sabian tier of wrestlers. My brain is just like just go. My brain just drifts.
3: <laughs> yeah, Priest doesn't do a whole lot for me, but um, he can bust out a pretty good match if he's in there with the right guy. Like I did like the Pete Dunne stuff. Yeah, he's a so. he's a good wrestler. It's just my he's better than Kip Sabian. I'll give him that. But my brain does just. Like, I did like. I, I liked the line where he's like, "Oh, this is all your fault. You're picking all your opponents just because you know you'll win." But the triple threat that was all right, and I was like, "All right, that's kind of a cool line." <laughs>
2: but that's it. Kushida defeated Tony Nese in the best of the suit no, no wait. Sorry, interim NXT Cruiserweight Championship tournament best Uh, of the super cruisers yeah best of the super cruisers indeed good little match I thought this like it wasn't as good as uh, nearly any of the matches last week but I thought this was a nice tidy little wrestling match yeah I like
3: the match (laughs) I do think it's incredibly funny that he left Japan because he was never not going to be a junior and now he's fighting for the cruiserweight title in a a knockoff best of the
2: super juniors as
3: well (laughs) well like i think that's a very meh like thing to like because it's a round robin tournament you know (laughs) they've happened before they'll happen again but
2: it's funny that they've only ever done round robin tournaments they've never done them it's a thing they don't do and they do it with the juniors with kushida it's funny
3: yeah and um i like that kushida like he, he basically cut like the same kind of promos he would cut for the junior title about the Cruiserweight title, where he's like, I want to win it and make it not a laughingstock. (laughs)
2: And it's like, that's exactly the kind of stuff he used to say about the junior title. Poor guy. And he succeeded with the junior title in his defense.
3: Mm, Maybe he'll do it with the Cruiser. No, he won't. But they said
2: he he was the favorite, so he's not going to win. Why do they call the hoverboard lock the Sakuraba lock now? Because uh, Mauro Ranallo. The hoverboard lock is a cooler name.
3: Well, we've got to respect Sakuraba. I guess you... UFC Hall of Famer. Probably do. Uh, member of segura Yeah,
2: they had a nice little story where Kushida worked over his arm, and then Tony Nese eventually got caught in a really nice-looking top lock. And yeah,
3: Tony Nese has really excelled in WWE more than I thought he would. Would
2: you say excelled? I would have said survived better than I thought he would.
3: No, I'd say excelled because he's actually had achievements... And like I kind of thought he would title. just be a name on the brand But he won the Cruiserweight title at Wrestlemania Like yeah, He's done
2: pretty well for himself But he won the Cruiserweight title in the era of 205 Live In which the brand was literally dead I like that match
3: He had some pretty good bangers mm. I like Tony Nice. Alright And you can't stop me from
2: liking Tony
3: Nice Garrett guess
2: I can't But I can insist that he's very boring
3: Isn't it weird to see Timothy Thatcher cut, like, WWE
2: promos? I I came to the realization during this promo that I've never heard Timothy Thatcher speak. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's what Timothy Thatcher sounds like. It's one of those things where it's like, I didn't realize I'd never heard Timothy Thatcher cut a promo, but then I'm like, oh, I've never heard that man open his mouth. Yeah, that's Big Tim. There you go, yeah. Tim t- tea time. Him and, him and Matt Riddle doing the straight guy. But Tim Thatcher is, is is a much straighter straight guy than Pete Dunne as well.
3: It's going to be like, I hope they like continue as a trio, and <laughs> it's like the straight guy and the straighter guy. <laughs>
2: yeah, and then Matt Riddle just like, bro! <laughs> I did like the eyes bit. Mm. That was pretty funny. Matt, Matt's Matt's good kit- comic. I, I'm slightly worried about how much like the, Matt Riddle is showing how he can be funny, and like... You know what's going to happen to that.
3: Oh, he's going to be on the main roster smoking the Maribachis, and there's going to be smoke in the air, and he's going to be like, hey, he, 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 and that's going to be his main roster gimmick. Mm. And then, like, he'll start putting on, like, really good, like, mid-card
2: level matches, and then he'll get, like, a Cesaro push. Which is barely even a push. But alas. Uh, Killer Cross video, Scarlet narrated it. He's coming. Tick-tock. Tick, tick, tick tick tock i hear the clown chicken <laughs> that's all you have to say about killer cross yeah i'm sorry carry i stop living
3: tick tock i want you to remember me tick tock but they did not have no memory i'm coming
2: we head to the gargano's house in which mommy eats first
3: <laughs> i kind of liked this it was weird mommy eats
2: first i do want to point out they're aware they can both eat at the same time, right? <laughs> that's what... That's, I don't get
3: the whole daddy eats first, mummy eats first thing. Like, why can't you just both eat? Yeah, like, Johnny's dinner would will go cold. Let him eat his food. Stop See, it. I, I, I can acknowledge this one, right? Like, because, like, Gargano was, like, giving in that he said, you get to go first. But, like, why, is that a real thing that people do? Where, like, one person in the family gets to eat first and then everyone else gets to eat? I, I hope not. That seems in like a very impractical way to eat food. And also, like... I just don't think it's very cool that uh, NXT would be parodying an AEW gimmick like this. Mm, how dare they! <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just, you know, it's, just uh, it's punching down, and I don't like
2: It's very meta that, like, basically they're parodying a parody. So she's basically being a parody of Vince McMahon. <laughs> a parody of a parody of Vince. <laughs> it's very strange. But um, yes, do
3: you like how she's a like a heel now? So she has like cool hair dye in. She's mean, so she can't be blonde anymore. The Tumblr girls and boys, I <laughs> like they're a Tumblr couple. Gargano X Larray, <laughs>
2: uh, or, or, or Miss, Mrs. Candace wrestling. I like that line. That was a good line.
3: Hmm. They're they're like I've never seen Candace as a heel, mm-hmm. so I don't. I I'm, I'm curious, but I've always preferred Johnny as a heel. So it's weird that they're gonna do two like bad guy power couples though at the same time. Like, with
2: cross and scarlet and then also them mm. they're, they're, they're very different acts one's nerds the other is like doomsday people so i guess like you can but maybe they're gonna team or they're gonna feud who knows
3: but like, it, it's just weird that they're gonna do two bad guy power couples at the same time though mm. maybe scarlet will be more of just a pure manager and candace and Gargano will do the actual both in ring thing
2: yeah i enjoyed the mm-hmm. yeah i'm with
3: you this was good fun Yeah, Um, I like that both shows. AEW's been doing it for a while, but both shows are doing like a lot more out-of-ring segments
2: because they realize that the in-ring stuff is the weakest part of the show with no crowd. Mm. Though I will say that they had a camera, and I assume this was actually the house of the Garganos. That's that's Mm -hmm. not very good social distancing practice. He was six feet away. What if they?
3: What if they um, lived in the same house? What if it was their roommate? Well, then that's acceptable.
2: Though highly unlikely. Okay.
3: <laughs> well, no, he was he was roommates with Tommaso Jalba and his wife at the, when they first moved to Florida. You don't know what the living situation
2: is. That's fair. Before we continue, we are brought to you this week by ZipRecruiter. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash V-O-W. ZipRecruiter sends your jobs to over 100 of the web's leading job sites, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job. You can even add screening questions to your job listing, so you can filter candidates and focus on the best ones. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now... To try ZipRecruiter for free, our listeners can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash V-O-W. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash V-O-W. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I wish
3: TW20 had ZipRecruiter so I could find the best wrestlers for my company.
2: Uh, We got a video package for Eosirai. Killing this plug game. (laughs) Eosirai is facing Charlotte. Sure, there we go. That's about it. We got that horrible Drake Maverick backstage interview that I hate, and I hate everything about it. <laughs> uh, Mia Yim defeated Jesse Kamiya and I don't know. It was a, it was a weird squash in that it didn't feel very impactful, and then she just kind of won. I I didn't. I thought Mia and Charlotte was this week. Well, they teased it last week, but they didn't officially announce it. It's it's officially announced for next uh, week. So there you go. Ah,
3: uh, hell
2: yeah, Mia. The the protect your neck where it's, it's kind of like her variant on Eat Defeat, which I never particularly liked as a finish anyway, but somehow she found something that's less impactful than Eat Defeat, where she just drags you down on her knee, and it doesn't look remotely like a finish.
3: How about... I guess you don't respect the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh,
2: no? I don't know. <laughs> that's where Protect Your Neck comes from? Well, there you go. A, don't you learn something every Wu-Tang day? the Wu-Tang Clan song. Is, do they do the move as they sing the song? I mean...
3: I believe that the Rizza, the Jizzer, old Dirty Bastard, Inspector Deck, Raekwon, the Chef, Ghostface, Killer, and the Method Man would all do the move.
2: You're such a nerd.
3: Yeah, I probably forgot names while I was in there though. <laughs> Definitely forgot producers.
2: It's like 10,000 Wu-Tang producers. Well, we don't want to be here all day, do we? Or do we? <laughs> uh, Charlotte came out after the match, reminded me uh, that he wants, she wants the wrestler. She was very disingenuous. She, she threw out the Cody good hand line. Before saying mm. that uh, when Charlotte first wrestled Mia, Mia helped make Charlotte a star, and now Charlotte's going to return the favor. Which, again, great line. Mm. I like Charlotte. She's she's obnoxious. It's like She's such a natural heel that you'd wonder why is she ever a babyface.
3: Yeah. She's not ever a babyface to me. Like She's
2: just the perfect heel. Even when she's trying to be a face, I'm like, boom. Mm. Robert Stone and Chelsea Green were poolside as as Chelsea was in a photoshoot and Robert Stone was directing the photoshoot. I didn't even see this.
3: I must have looked away. I do not respect the objectification of women at the Robert Stone brand.
2: Yes, there you go. So you're you're very anti-Robbie E. You're not on the list, bro. Uh, I watched a Robbie E match the other week. No, him against Kazarian? Mmm. Did you enjoy it? Mmm. I don't know, I think Robbie E is underrated. Like, he's never a guy that will give you, like, the best matches in the world. But as a guy, like, as a lower mid-character who bumps real well, and you can put him in those kind of feuds and has some personality, he's, he's, as Charlotte would say, a good hand. I thought he had a good
3: promo to open the show. Mm -hmm. Even though it was, like, eight minutes long.
2: (laughs) That was still pre-Robbie T as well, wasn't it? That was way before that was him in uh, Cookie. Oh, was Cookie still there then? God I forgot how long Cookie yeah. was still around. That that's only like, like th- three months after he debuted though, I suppose. I like Cookie because I like Becky Bayless. Mm. You're not on the list, bro. No, I'm never on the list, bro. El Hio del Fantasma defeated Jack Gallagher and I don't know. <laughs> Gallagher had a cool little promo. Yeah, Gallagher's Gallagher's weird in that like he's transitioning to something different and new. But he's still called Gentleman Jack Gallagher, and he still kind of has, like, the, the gear of a Gentleman Jack Gallagher,
3: but... I like that this is the second time he's doing this exact same gimmick change. <laughs> yeah,
2: he, he seems stuck halfway there, though, doesn't he? It's, it's like, go all the way to something new! Stop stop being, like, in a weird middle point between something new and something that you are... Be a cool shooter, man, and just stop fucking people up. Yeah, start fighting people. I like people. Jack Gallagher. I always forget that he exists, though. Yeah, and you forget that he's actually a very good pro wrestler. Yeah, like um, I enjoyed his progress stint a lot. When he's like, I've been on this show for four years and I've never won the belt and I've never gone anywhere. It's like, oh, that's quite sad. And I was like, 205 o five's been around for four years. This is my reaction to I that? Oh, it's well, it's four in like Septemberish. Actually, you know, when was two o five launched? Yeah, it was like September 205, October, wasn't it?
3: Two o five launch.
2: Because yeah, the 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 cruiserweight classic was that summer. Then they had TJP on Raw for one, the cruiserweights on Raw, and then two o five live was like that October, wasn't it? Remember in the finals of that was Metalik and TJP. Yeah, and that match was great. Remember how good TJP was that. Remember how good that tournament was. That tournament ruled because it was just wrestling and promo packages. Yeah, it was just like TJP and Abushi and Zack Sabre Jr. and Metalik having also, great matches.
3: Uh, Chopper and Gargano having a banger like special singles match. Mm, and you hear Ritzwan in there, who's like the best wrestler in the world. <laughs> and back when we were,
2: like, genuinely happy when people would get signed because we weren't jaded. <laughs> yeah, 2016 was, like, the. I think that was probably the last year in which it was like, oh, that's nice that that person got signed. And then it's just like, yeah. stop signing people I like so you can hold them in your warehouse in Florida and I can never see them have good wrestling matches again.
3: mm but. What do we have? Oh, uh, here well, we, Del uh, Fantasma
2: wins. Yes, Fantasma wins. He did his one good move. He did his dive, which they didn't even particularly call particularly well. But alas, there you go.
3: And then, um, then we get the next week's. Or do you want to go into the innocent? <laughs> Oh,
2: yeah. Um, Miriam uh, faces Charlotte next week. Damien Priest faces Keith Lee for the North American title next week. Then and he friend Del Phantasma was being interviewed backstage. And he was like, oh, I don't know. he was he was gotten a promo. It was in Spanish anyway. So I, I wouldn't understand it regardless. Before uh, he was being kidnapped. And then he fought them off. And do you believe nah. that, that nah, th- this, nah, is, nah. this is some kind of... He swerve.
3: Yes, this is... This is the old... I'm going to fake my kidnapping to prove that I'm innocent because he's the only one who got away. Mm. He's the only one who managed to fight them off. He's definitely the ringleader here. And this was just the way of making
2: him look innocent because everyone suspected him of being the ringleader. It's very funny that like the other two didn't even put up a fight. They were just dragged into the car. And like, he's yeah. like, get away from me. Yeah. Because he's their boss. So do you think they're going to do Phantasma or unmasked Phantasma as the boss? I think they're going to do B- split
3: personality. <laughs> <laughs> he's unmasked when he's the boss and then he's like baby face with the mask on. That would actually be a more interesting character than you'd usually get for my next two. Yeah, so. Just you wait. But he's, um yeah, don't believe him. Not innocent.
2: Which gavel gavel. Poor, poor Bratasma. He's, he's just there. He avoided being kidnapped uh, kidnapped, and that. that can't even prove his innocence to you. The poor guy. I said gavel gavel. It is the end of the story then.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: To of us to our main event, Velveteen Dream and Keith Lee versus Alan Cole and Roderick Strong. Uh, Damien Priest attacked uh, Keith Lee at ringside with a nightstick. He hit him in the throat twice. I really enjoyed if you listen very closely, you can hear uh, Damien Priest cackle as he walks away. <laughs> it's very enjoyable. <laughs> he's just like he's just a bad guy <laughs> he's so pleased with himself uh, Dream faces Colin and Strong for a while by himself before everyone's predicted partner shows up Dexter Loomis <laughs> arrives
3: Dexter Loomis is getting this
2: main event NXT push listen this is what happens in a pandemic you have Kip Sabian just... main event in Dynamite you have Dexter Loomis main eventing NXT there is no I logic mean... or reason in the world anymore Liam <laughs>
3: weirdly I'm not even that opposed to it because it's something weird and different and not expected from NXT but I'm just like Dex yeah, the Loomis getting get the gosh dang for real NXT main event push
2: yeah and he he's showed up there stood in the apron they did the old gimmick that I always hate where it's just like alright you're in the match now I never like that but still
3: I like that the commentary were kind of confused about it and they're just like well I guess if the ref says it's alright the ref says it's alright
2: yeah and then Loomis ran But wild, like, at least they put over
3: like, some way is he actually yeah
2: uh, you know what it means that we're going to get a Dexter Lumis Roderick Strong match and that's going to be very weird so like w- is this problem with the Undisputed Era is he trying to be friends with Dream I guess Dream wasn't there last week so Undisputed Era is I think the common denominator I think it's him and Roddy Ooh. I don't even think it's like Cole I think it's just him and Roddy well there you go that's your big feud Roderick Strong and Dexter
1: Lumis <laughs> yeah <laughs> this
3: Hell was yeah. like NXT <laughs>
2: It's just very weird. Like,
3: again, I'm not necessarily opposed to it because, hey, let's do some weird shit instead of just sticking to the
2: formula. But, like, alright. Also, if you, I'm like... I'm willing to give it a go. If you give me the choice of push Velveteen Dream or push Dexter Loomis, I'll probably take Dexter Loomis.
3: Yeah, let's, let's give it a shot. Why not?
2: Yeah, that's our that's our NXT, which I think, not nearly as good as last week, but a pretty good show. I liked NXT, though. Yeah,
3: like, uh, it, it flew by.
2: It has become an easier show to watch. That is true. Mm, I would think it helps when you have the best of the super going on. That's true. The, oh, forgot to mention. Uh, Byron Saxton couldn't pronounce Jack Alger. It was very funny. He tried <laughs> twice as well. He's like J- Jack Alger, Jack Alger, Jack Ah, yes. W N X D. That takes us to. Oh no, you have an ad. Oh, I have an ad. I definitely wasn't just
3: refreshing Grey Dog software <laughs> to see if TW20 had been released.
2: We have sadly not been sponsored by uh, TW20
3: yet. Th- that being said, Adam Ryland, <laughs> get, get in contact. We are of course being sponsored by Roman, get Roman, Roman Roman. <laughs> Roman Reigns? Yeah. You know what, Garrett? I have to wait a long time for TW20 to be released. It's been four whole years. In <laughs> Yes. But you know what would make that even worse? What? If my life or my sexual performance were waning in the meantime. Mm. Because you see, Americans, they have to wait way longer than I had to wait for TW20. They have to wait 29 days to see a doctor in major US cities if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction. And you want that treatment ASAP. Especially when you're inside, trapped in there with your significant other. Don't be like Corey Graves and tell them that you don't want to fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you seen that video no <laughs> Camilla Carm- and Corey Graves are doing a live and Corey Graves like right next to Carmela's face was like I don't want to fuck you
2: god damn it Corey Graves
3: <laughs> and she's like what <laughs> And he's like backpedaling. Don't be like Corey Graves. Get your treatment ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer or tablet, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a US licensed physician within 24 hours. And if a doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel any time. So if you're struggling with ED, don't be like Corey Graves. Go to GetRoman.com slash VOW for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash VOW for a free online visit and free two-day shipping.
2: Which brings us to all the Wrestling Dynamite, uh, which opened with Cordy Rhodes in a... Cody loves his little self-indulgent videos, doesn't he? <laughs> this one was this one was extra weird. Yeah, it's like, all right, why not focus on your brother
3: there, buddy? But also, like, <laughs> the obvious like effects were just so over the top. Mm.
2: It's like you're not even I mean, on the show. Why? Why is he doing a big opening package? He's 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 got nothing. Probably because he wasn't on the show. Yeah, I usually like these, but yeah, this, this, they're always self-indulgent, but they're usually very good. This one was just more leaned on the self-indulgent side than the very good side.
3: I wouldn't mind, like, someone else breaking down the tournament. Mm. Like, I get, like, Cody's in it, but, like can, we, like, can we get Jake Roberts talking about every participant in the tournament? That'd be pretty neat. Or Chris Jericho just mocking everybody. Except Sammy. Except Sammy, of course. I'm just saying, like, I, I, it was just a very weird visually... For me, this uh, promo package—it yes. kind of threw me. It was a little, maybe it was a little too gimmicky. Mm.
2: As I said, they're all self-indulgent, um, but this one—the co- mm. context of the promo—I liked though. Yes, which, brought us, which brought us to the opener of AEW w nine Sammy Guevara lost to Darby Allen in the quarterfinal match in the TNT ch- Championship Tournament. Uh, really good match. They—it's it's just they did some wild crap and threw themselves at. Sammy did a dive where he missed. And he just went headfirst into like a barricade, and I'm like, or Darby even did that dive. I was like, dear God, man, what? Did, like, oh, ah! I say it every time
3: these two wrestle, but like one day they're gonna be main eventing, double or nothing, or all out, or revolution, or full gear, and they're gonna be wrestling for a title, and it's gonna be very neat to go back
2: and be able to see the matches like this. Yeah, and this uh, Darby took Sammy's boot off. So if, if you if you have some foot fetish,es <gasps> there you go. I loved. Like that
3: aspect of this match because it, it really made this match stand out and like differentiate it from the other matches. Like Darby doing like random footwork throughout the match with Zemichvar. I just I was
2: yeah I was all in on that. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where it's just like yeah, just do something different from like you expect these two to do wild shit and they did wild shit. But yeah, mm. the adds add a different wrinkle in there, add a bit of weirdness in there, and make it make it different. And the closing stretch of this was particularly great as well.
3: Mm. And it was just it, um, added a whole new dynamic.
2: Mm. And the, the last supper, I, I really like that as a finish because I think we mentioned this last time he did it. Or it, it looks like legitimately, it's one of those pins where it's like, yeah, he's he's got him trapped. Real and at at, at like two, he put his foot over to add that extra layer of like pressure. It's like that's good wrestling.
3: Mm. Yeah, it's good stuff. Dobby's real good. Darby is Even good. Even Jericho admits how, like, Darby is, like, the best young guy <laughs> at one point. I was like, <laughs> he was, like, going on about, like, yeah, no, um, Darby's definitely, like, he has gotten the most over out of anyone on the roster. And I was like, yeah, Sammy's in the match, man.
2: He's your child. <laughs> Listen, Jericho's being objective on commentary. He's a, he's a broadcast journalist now, Liam. <laughs> Until we get to Alan, Angels, Ingles, Candles. Don't worry about it. Um, I really want, like, uh, looking at the brackets, you're like, oh, obviously the final's Cody against Archer, but Darby should beat Cody and Archer. Darby-Archer should be the final.
3: What if the final is Cody versus
2: Dustin 2? I wouldn't do that in front of nobody, that's the problem.
3: Are they going to do this in front of nobody?
2: Uh, Are they going to hold the finals for another two months or whatever? Uh, I don't know, they said the finals are at double or nothing. Oh, so, which is already confirmed empty arena, so... Ugh. Whatever that final is. Might have do ruined double nothing. <laughs> I I I wouldn't have done a pay per view in the in this environment. It's just like that's not what people want at the moment, you know. And you're gonna to have to blow off good matches there because it's a pay per view. You're gonna be charging fifty bucks for it, you know. You can't just phone it in like you you can coast by having Kenny Omega have a long match uh, with a nerd on television, but you can't do that on pay per view. You have to give them something if you're gonna charge them fifty bucks for it. Like the match, I think would thrive most in an empty, empty arena environment is Darby and um, Archer because that's like you know the the, the the dynamic there is fine. It'll work. The the weird thing is too is like they have all these acts and all these feuds
3: that they had already started kicking off that they can no longer pay off. Mm-hmm. Like Death Triangle
2: hasn't been on TV for over a month. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that they haven't like at least you know got got them to, got packed to film a pre-tape or two, you know, just to keep them on the well, show. We, we
3: got our first, we got our first MJF
2: one this week. And like yeah, you, you, at the very least, you can keep them present on the show even if they're not you know wrestling. Mm, maybe it's because they won't be able to get
3: a promo with the, all three of them together. But you can, like and they don't want to do like one of those just pack pack standing
2: naked on steps promos. He's, he loves those, <laughs> and he just holds like one of their masks in each hand and he's talking to himself. Yeah, that would actually be a good idea. There you go. There you go. I'm booking the show. Uh, Matt Hardy is in his compound. There was a pivot here, where Matt went from broken Matt to regular Matt. It kind of rude. It kind of rude. But, like, the, the regular Matt Hardy stuff was so much better
3: than the broken Matt it's Hardy so stuff. It's so much more compelling. I love Matt, and, like, I don't mind... I hope they kind of, like, switch... Because right now, it's going to be, like, 75% Broken, 25% Matt. Mm. I'd really like if they switched it, and it's, like, 75% yes. Matt, and, like,
2: Broken Matt comes out when necessary. Like, Broken Matt's his demon. <laughs> I, I, I just... like I'm not sure about, like, full Broken Matt promos, full of his Broken Matt catch Especially with, like... Again, it works in front of an audience, where you can throw out the catchphrase. There's a call and response there, where you can throw out the catchphrase mm. and get a response. But these promos where he's just... He's shouting his catchphrase. He was very loud. I, like... I wasn't looking at the screen at the time, so when he pivoted to Matt, I was like, oh, that sounds much better. Oh, there you go. (laughs) He's not shouting anymore. Mm. But I'm very excited
3: if this is the kind of dynamic they're going to go with. Kind of half broken, half Matt will not die.
2: The Elite deletion is, again, if you're going to do matches on pay-per-view, that match is probably fine to pre-record in the Matt Hardy compound and put on pay-per-view. I like how it's not going to be Chris, because Chris probably can't make it there, so they're just like, yeah, send
3: Sammy. <laughs> Chris, I like the way he's like, Chris just completely ignored the challenge. Hmm. So, but, like, the problem with, like, Sammy doing the match is you can't do any of the cool, like, throwback memes with him, because he's like, you are you going to throw him into the thing, and he just comes out as a panda? Like, <laughs> he's not, like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, this, there's half the fun is, like, we're not going to get, like, Lionheart Chris Jericho and shit, but... Maybe they'll they'll do a. Maybe
2: he'll abduct Sammy, and Jericho will have to come save him. Or Sammy will come out as Lionheart, Chris Jericho.
3: There you go. That's that's a whole new level.
2: It's just they'll do the match as if Sammy is Jericho.
3: And then uh, Jericho was like, "Matt Hardy, you're a
2: bitch." Jericho's yeah, Jericho's not a, a fan of broken Matt Hardy. He acknowledged him this mm. week though, so there. That, that's a win for Matt, I guess.
3: I like that. Um, I like Matt's little thing about how. He doesn't want AW to be about him or
2: to be about Chris, and he's just doing it because he doesn't think Chris will put anyone over. <laughs> <laughs> just you wait until Matt Hardy wins the AW World Championship, and then the hypocrisy will come out. <laughs> that would be the gimmick, though, then you'll be like big money, Matt. There you go, the many faces of Matt Hardy. Mm. Kenny Omega defeated Alan Engels, Angles, Gong, Gong Gongles, Angels. My favorite part of this was Chris Jericho actively halfway through the match. It's like, Tony, what's actually his name? I don't know. And Tony's like, it's Alan Angels. And then Jericho still continued to mispronounce his name for the rest of the match. (laughs) He also, he just refused to believe that it was Angels. Oh.
3: It says Ingles. (laughs) It's like, no, it doesn't. Um, I I weirdly thought that Kenny gave Alan Angels
2: too much in this match oh he gave him way too much I was like oh are you going full I was like can he give the nerd the full 20 because it was 20 minute time limit. and he gave him 7-ish which is like alright but still he way get, too much he gave much.
3: him 7-ish but like
2: 60-40 split <laughs> yeah it's like well Kenny you tried to make the guy's career well done but and also like to
3: me Alan Angels is like the least impressive of the the talent of the what do you call it enhancement talent on this show mm-hmm because I like most of the enhancement talent on this show. I even liked Alan. But, like, I was just like, he, he's the one that you're going to go 60-40 with? Okay.
2: I did like... He did comment. have some
3: cool moves, though. He had some cool moves.
2: I did enjoy on commentary, they were like, so what does Alan Angels get out of this? And Jericho was like, mm. well, he can get... You know, he just hit a move on Kenny Omega. He can put that in his highlight reel and get some bookings. Actually, I really did like that. I like that they mentioned, like, what do these guys get out of facing these guys that are
3: clearly going to kick their ass? Well, they're going to get some exposure i think that's actually a cool justification for why these people are having these matches mm. i actually wanted to mention something in the matt hardy promo that i forgot um matt hardy was going through all of the elite members and why he's like siding with the elite and he didn't mention hangman Ooh, dissension of the yeah. ranks so yeah, he like he said all oh, the bucks are his best friends in wrestling cody is a good friend he respects the
2: hell out of kenny omega and he didn't mention hangman or maybe... also meant to be in Blood and Guts with him, so... Maybe, uh, that's just Matt Hardy respecting Hangman's wishes to not be included in the Elite. He's the only one mm. that respects Hangman Page. Hangman's gonna buckshot the hell out of Matt Hardy in Blood and Guts. <laughs> but that would be a heel turn, and I wouldn't like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But he hasn't been on TV in 25 years, so it's fine. That's true. Yeah, Kenny... Um, Kenny... we got a
3: cool little promo package, too.
2: Yeah, Kenny beat the nerd. Uh Eventually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got a good feature on Scorpio Sky where he recapped how you know he 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 tried and tried and tried and couldn't make it, and he had tryouts places and he had matches places in Ring of Honor in in TNA, and he could he didn't mention those companies specifically, but those are the places where he did have matches and he never got signed, and he was like, I'll give this wrestling stuff one more go, and then SCU was formed, and that was the end. This like this is the the best part of the 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 fact that they're having to produce these shows in quarantined empty arena environments is these features that should always have been on the show and I think everyone acknowledges should always be on the show I think everyone expected to
3: give us road 2 <laughs> we all wanted road 2 segments
2: yeah so so now that they're actually finally putting their very good stuff very good feature on Scorpio Sky humanizing him making him very relatable and very likable we got an actual road 2 segment literally
3: on the on this show as well in the dust and hype mm. there was even a little bit uh, for Sammy and um,
2: Darby at the start of the show as well
3: Oh, they they each got one too, which was nice. Mm-hmm. So I'd be legitimately just dragging someone behind a quad bike,
2: <laughs> as one does.
3: Um, we got a little recap of BT two hundred. So, did you want to have a little talk about Matt versus Nick because we've both seen it? I they should have just put that a match on TV. Let's be honest. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, the the whole point of it was meant to be BT two hundred, though. Yeah, but it's you know still put uh, it on TV um, next week. Uh, that match was really fun. I liked that Malachi Jackson was the ref.
2: Mm. <laughs> um they kind of did some crazy shit in that match yeah you see there's a thing like the edge and orton and gargano champa and all these matches are getting wrong about these kind of wild brawls you have to do stuff like, you can't just, you know, do nothing. You can't just roll on the floor for a while and have, like, two or three. Like, like, these guys, the Canadian destroyers into pools, tornado <laughs> DDTs off of fences, swantons off of sheds. Like, they, they and then went up to a deck and tried to throw each other off. It's like, they they went full, like, wacky backyard match. And that's what you need from this stuff. Otherwise, it's just boring.
3: Well, I was saying before, like, um,. They didn't go pretentious. They went fun with it, mm-hmm. and I much more appreciate. Let's just have fun, and it's dumb stuff, and we acknowledge that it's dumb. We'll do a dumb little, um, uh, rockers turn segment. To mock and the firepower firepower pass, ge- yes. <laughs> and Matt will get the, the, uh, the spiked boot that he killed Candace with. Like good little throwbacks, like all that kind of stuff. It was just way more fun than these like. I will take watching this over Champer and Gagano every time just because, like, one makes me go hee 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 and just have a good time, while the other one's like,
2: okay, I, it's a slog to get through. You see they were both melodrama, whereas like the bucks went for melodrama that's meant to be laughed at it's like you tried to mm. kill your own brother <laughs> as like they do, multiple times <laughs> as they do freaking the rolling northern night suplex on their freaking back garden while, while Gargano and Champa is like doing the hand pull away thing and oh, very dramatic but so that's meant to be serious it's like you ruined my family it's like <sighs> mm. I did like um matt's wife putting down the screen so the kids can't watch them fight <laughs> yeah see just, just make these things fun make them fun and novel and wacky and stupid don't make them serious and gritty and, and long hmm. uh, and, and long is the that, big like, thing
3: that these segments are always going to be way better for me when they're
2: just fun hmm. and they're not super serious Again, the final deletion had moments of melancholy, like Matt Hardy set his brother on fire. <laughs> that happened, mm. but for the most part, it was guys shouting catchphrases, jumping out of trees, and shooting fireworks at each other. That's what you want from this stuff.
3: Yeah, we got. I got. Let's go to another match that I also liked. That I I, I was going in, I was like, Ugh, but like, you know what? I dug it. Orange
2: Cassidy's great. I was I was closer to. Uh, <laughs> I was like, all right, it was a match. It was one of those matches where I was just like, that wasn't bad, but also, meh. I, you know,
3: it just reminds me like how great of a fiery babyface face orange cassidy is which is like to anyone who knows isn't like this you know grandiose statement or anything but like he's so good in that role
2: he's a tremendous pro wrestler and obviously you forget he's a tremendous pro wrestler because he's a character that's meant to not be a tremendous pro wrestler but then when he becomes mm. a tremendous pro wrestler, he's a tremendous pro wrestler i think it's also really cool to see how he
3: he changed his character from the Indies to when it was a TV promotion because mm. he doesn't do the same
2: match that he used to do on the Indies. Like this is a different Orange Cassidy. Well, also he couldn't do his regular match here because there's there's no audience. You can't do the, like the super kicks in front of nobody. You know, mm.
3: I, I I meant like also with like Park mm. and stuff. Like he's not just doing the same shtick that he would do all over the Indies. Like he he made a conscious effort to change stuff to fit TV and to fit an audience that's going to see him more than once.
2: Uh, I did find it a weird choice to do an Orange Cassidy singles match in an empty arena environment, but it was a decent match. I, it's, it's not where I would have done his first televised singles match, you know? And Orange won. I, I, actually, legitimately, if Orange lost, I would have been like, that's stupid, but he won, so I'm fine. Yeah,
3: hell yeah. And then um, there was, like, a weird uh, Penelope-Kip thing, which I was like, that was kind of odd, and I don't think it really came across that well, but... Like I get what they were doing, they're setting up for Kip and Havoc versus Best Friends, so
2: whatever. The, the weirdest thing is that they basically set up that match on this show before Kip Sabian lost to Dustin Rhodes. They didn't announce the match until Kip Sabian lost, but you're like, uh, I didn't think Kip Sabian was winning that match in the first place. I less so hmm. thought he was winning that match when you're already pivoting him into another program before he's even lost to Dustin Rhodes.
3: I also think it kind of makes him look like a dumb idiot for like, what if he got hurt? doing that and then later on he couldn't have his tournament match for a title. Mm. Like that just made it was like come on Kip why would you do? that? Like, I didn't mind Penelope helping but I was like Kip you dumb idiot what if you get
2: hurt? You have a big main event that's coming up in like mm. 20 minutes. <laughs> what if you like did you dive and twisted your ankle? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was a strange one. As I said it, it like not a soul believed that Kip Sabian was beating Dustin Rhodes, but even fewer souls somehow believed that Kip Sabian—dead souls, I guess—negative souls, dark souls believed. I don't know. Uh,
3: demon souls. <laughs>
2: Speaking of demons, MJF. <laughs> Solid segue. All right. Uh, Sick. Got him. He was in his rat's house—a very fancy-looking house, I will say. A very high, high-class rat. Yeah,
3: I was gonna say he must. Be, he's um. He's on those like Hollywood dating apps where like it's only celebrities. Yeah.
2: He's, he's...
3: MJF's great Like, I think I needed a bit of time away from him because <laughs> mm. now, I, now I appreciated him when he came back but like it really seems like he should have been doing something every couple weeks Like, because like, he's a pretty big deal in this company <laughs> and you just like
2: had him leave for six weeks yeah and he's the kind of guy you could just literally just give him a 90 second promo like this every week and he'll, he'll be fine well, so that's all g- he give needs give me a
3: hangman thing <laughs> why has hangman done
2: nothing on this show he's just disappeared off the face of the earth. the hangman's been doing fun stuff on twitter <laughs> And doing fun stuff on BTE. <laughs> there you go. So just put just yeah, all these people all like just put a ninety second MJF show promo on the show every second of the week. And like do, do it for like
3: everyone who's like an upper mid carder who should be on these shows but isn't. Mm. Give me a park one, give me a hangman one. Like, come on. Yeah. Um I, I actually I'm excited to
2: talk about this next match though. Uh, the Wardlow. He defeated Lee Johnson. Again, Lee Johnson, very nice gear. Before we get into the Wardlow, I'm a big fan of Lee Johnson's gear. It looks better than most people's gear on the show i really like both of these guys if lee johnson is inside i hope
3: he gets signed because i really like wardle i really like lee johnson and i really think both of them could be good future prospects
2: yeah lee johnson took a hell of an ass kick into this match wardle looked like a million bucks
3: yeah seriously though like i give lee johnson a contract out of everyone out of all the so these are all um qt marshall students apparently
2: hmm so like out of all of his
3: kids, give this one a contract, please. Yes, he
2: he shows the most promise. Wardlow looked like a badass, he tossed him around, hit his gigantic F five deal. I, I love Wardlow, man. <laughs> I, I I would caution Wardlow lovers that like He's very well protected, and he should be very well protected. There will be people who will watch this match and say, Wardlow's one of the best wrestlers in the world. And I will be like, no, he's not. And that's me. <laughs> yeah. And that's
3: my stance. The War Dog, Wardlow. It's Wardlow Day. This man, king, shit. Put the TNT title on him. Fuck Lance Archer. let just go straight to Wardlow.
2: And there will be people who are like that. And I would be like, cool your jets. This is a guy who, in the right role, in the right protected environments... Can be very nah, useful. Nah, nah, Do nah, fuck not that. build the company you know around what, him.
3: Lee Goddamn Johnson, put the fucking title on him right now. That I can get more behind. Yeah, but I re- I, I like both of these guys, and like them, Dobbs, Sammy. I think you've like obviously they're not on the same level or anything, but like these are your guys. I think start start developing your next or th- even third generation of people.
2: Yeah, I think that's why I I, I was like. So underwhelmed by that Mia Yim squash in NXT because I watched this squash on AEW and it was like, oh, this is what squashes should look like. Hmm. <laughs> it's very enthusiastic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just liked
2: that match a lot. Touch I might even go back and rewatch that match. Well, it's only three minutes long, so that's, that's it. Won't take you very long. And I like this next segment as well. Hmm. The Dark Order are recruiting uh, Bray Wyatt, it would appear. Uh, the, he had the whole world in his hands, and he gave up. He got the whole world. <laughs> but uh, it turns out Mr. Brody Lee is recruiting a, a college player. What was his name? Preston uh, Vance Preston. Preston. Vance he was Preston, the guy who yeah. faced Darby on Dark and had an
3: impressive match.
2: So Yes, he has been recruited as number 10 in the Dark Order. Press ten. Press ten, indeed. Which is a, a missed opportunity now to put Sean Spears as number ten in the dark order. But I guess I'll get over it. Um, so this—I I assume this means that this guy is signed. Well, are any of these people signed, or are they just like you know around? Well,
3: I—I I just
2: well because I, I i had heard
3: <laughs> that um he killed it in the derby match, and people like that. So. You, you don't
2: watch dark, Liam.
3: Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't watched any
2: of empty arena dark i, I stopped watching yeah. dark like the week the MD arena stuff hit it's like i can't watch dark anymore i can barely watch but, dynamite never mind dark but yeah
3: apparently him and Dubby had a banger so i hope that um he could be another one that is young younger boys getting signed i hope this means that next week we'll see number 10 in a match
2: hmm. This is once again. Again, there was multiple W. As I said, the, the, I had the whole world in my hands. Things a like Bray Wyatt reference, the recruiting mm. old footballers or football players. I is. did.
3: I kind of loved the first bit where he was getting cupped. Poor guy. But like that bit was actually kind of funny. <laughs> he lost I his football you. career. Hey, he's he's still he's talking to that
2: loser, babe. And then you're yeah, laughing at him.
3: Mean. <laughs> Road.
2: Poor guy. Yeah. There we go. More, more, more Mr. Brody Lee. Yeah, Brody Lee squashed Justin Law, hit him with his big lariat. Mm hmm. And Brody Lee will face Marcus up next week, which, <laughs> poor, poor Marcus. Will it
3: be better than the Lance Archer match?
2: I don't think so, but we'll see. He's just gonna die. If he's gonna take a big boot and his head's gonna fly off. And then his big old discus lariat.
3: The bub. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, <laughs> best friends at Orange
2: Cassidy. Yeah, the backstage promo with Best Friends were chuck cut a problem me. like this is uh, you don't want to see trent when he's what's he say he's not mad um it, it, you don't want to see him when he's quiet he because quiet. he'll kill somebody And like trent is like this is me when i'm real mad
3: <laughs> then Trent was like i'm legitimately very upset right now yes like
2: deadpan and chuck had a chain <laughs> oh yeah and chuck, uh, chuck didn't just have a chain he put a chain over his neck in like the first 30 seconds like all right this is serious business it's chain time and then, <laughs> and then they all got lost on the way out of the gym Yes, they will face uh, Havoc and Sabian next week. That match wasn't announced until the end of the show, until after Sabian got knocked out of the thing. Um, TK works fast, by the way. He's just like, oh, book the match, book the match. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, come quick.
3: Um, Trent and Chuck are, like, sneakily, like, underrated plunder match wrestlers. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, actually super excited for this match because I think Chuck is really good with plunder and I think Trent is, like, just a notch below but also really good. So I'm really excited for that.
2: Hopefully they don't just brawl endlessly.
3: <laughs> mm. I hope they do some cool power drivers onto things. They're definitely going to use thumbtacks. That's my lock of the week.
2: Yeah. Next week, we have Marcus Sunday against Brody Lee, Cody against Darby Allin, Lance Archer against the winner of Kip Sabian and Dusty Rhodes. Uh Dust, Dust Rhodes, geez. And uh, Kip Sabian and... <laughs> God damn it, announcing the other match ruins it. Uh Kip Sabian to be have a case his <laughs> friends. Which brings us to the main event between Dusty Rhodes and Kip Sabian. I uh, uh, yeah, the 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 freaking career ending step here was stupid I don't get why they did it like it give this match some stakes but like there's I, not I a hope desperately of- that Dustin does it next week and he's like you know what if
3: I lose against Lance Archer
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like if there was a person on this earth, that thought Dustin Rhodes was gonna retire in QT Marshall's gym against Kip Sabian. It's just like why do you do why are you wasting that stipulation on a match like this where like not a person on earth well, is going to believe he's going to lose.
3: Well they did it I think because they wanted to make a Kip Sabian TV main event be a little more interesting. But the problem is, why couldn't you have just done Sammy and Darby
2: in the main event and had this be the opener? Yeah, and i like, what they did actually made the match less interesting because without that stipulation, I, I'd fully believe Kip Sabian could be Dustin Rhodes. You know, I, that's not a stretch for me to think that. Oh yeah, that's I mean, a
3: first... I I always thought Dustin was going through because I thought Lance was going to kill Dustin on the way to Cody.
2: But still, it's not like, out, but the, like the 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 belief I had in Kip Sabian winning went. Down with the stipulation. The way it went up. from five percent to zero percent. <laughs> yeah, it's just like he's not winning. And why would you give me a stipulation that makes the result of the match more definitive, more clear going yeah. into it? It's it's a strange and the match was I don't want to ever watch Kip Sabian wrestle. Okay, I have to Kip, you're perfectly fine, but
3: uh... I don't mind Kip, but I don't necessarily I don't think he does a lot for me in this like kind of setting.
2: Oh, we skipped over the bubbly bunch.
3: Yeah, well, it wasn't great. It wasn't great, you know.
2: We got the TikTok meme though. It's still not great. That's worse. Uh, it's important the to know Flam that that uh, Jake Hager was allowed back into his home.
3: Yes, um, and that Flim Flam is in no way associated with TikTok. It's not. Please don't sue us.
2: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I did like how pissed off Jericho was that Sammy actually tried. <laughs> And Sammy is very good. You're always showing off. That, that I'd I love if that that's like the long-term foreshadowing of the breakup of the inner circle, where Jericho re- starts to get jealous of how like uh, how much attention and how talented Sammy gets. I like Hago was actually really good in this too. Like,
3: oh, Sammy, you're way too attractive to be sad.
2: <laughs> it's very true.
3: Uh, yeah, Dustin anyway, won. Yeah, Dustin won with the code red.
2: <laughs> It's very annoying. You can't just you can't just. Uh, like Code Red's, not like uh, some nerd from fifty years ago's move. It's like one of the more famous moves of the last like twenty years. Though Pete Williams will be very happy that somebody actually won a match with a Canadian Destroyer.
3: How weird is it that Dustin Rhodes is using the Canadian Destroyer? He's like a regular TV move.
2: As his actual finish as well, not the final cut or any of that stuff. It's like oh, Canadian well, Destroyer. I he still uses the final place. cut as his main finish. I think this is like Kenny winning with the V trigger. I, I like the way like the, the Canadian destroyer is his lesser move here. Yeah. His spinny
3: suplex steel is his big move still.
2: Yeah. So there you go. That's that's dynamite. As uh, neither dynamite. I didn't love either of these shows this week. I was just like, all right. They're fine.
3: I thought both were pretty like good, but like neither were great. Mm. Mm. So which did you prefer? Uh, well, we have to do our match of the night first, Garrett.
2: Uh, Surely,
3: 55 episodes in, you would learn the f- fucking structure.
2: I, I would probably go with Sami and Darby. I'm going to go
3: with the War Dog Wardlow.
2: <laughs> Versus the guy whose name I forgot. Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson, indeed. And his very nice gear.
3: But my show of the day, uh-huh. I'm going to go with NXT.
2: Uh, I'm going to look at the polls so I can be the deciding vote, because AEW is the winner of the polls, seventy thirty hundred nine 109 votes. Mm. Now it's the bunch mm. of them. This is one of those weeks where I don't know, so I'm, uh, I'm going to have to sit here and think about... Uh, uh, AEW didn't have the very do, terrible do, Roderick do, Strong do, thing. or well, Ro- Drake Maverick, do, not Roderick do, Strong. Do, 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 um, do, 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 I
3: liked do, one match do, 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 do. there. I liked one match but here. But remember... AEW did have the war dog. He did have the
2: war dog. uh, God, this is... I don't know why I'm I'm selling AEW when I voted for NXT, but... The show you you didn't want. The Garganos was better than the Bubbly Bunch. AEW had better squashes. AEW had the best man. I'll go AEW. By the slimmest Ah. of margins, it's AEW, but I didn't particularly like either show. Boo... (laughs) NXT, I don't think NXT has ever had a two-week win streak, so uh, it will continue not to have a two-week win streak. Yeah, well, we'll get him next week, boys. Uh, you can vote in the poll by following us on Twitter, at WarGamesPod. You can follow me on Twitter, at Garkin You can follow Liam on Twitter, because he's not a coward nope, anymore. Nope, I'm gonna
3: lock it again. Don't, don't follow me. I'm just gonna lock it again. I only unlocked it so I could reply to a tweet and have it be seen. Oh, you poor thing. Um... <laughs> Just a quick update, TW20's beta has not released in the time that we've been recording. I'll do one last refresh for good measure. Uh, taking for It's taken a while to refresh.
2: The poll went from 70.30 to 69.31, so... For for the sake wow. of clarity.
3: Oh god, Garrett, it's not loading. Uh, feel for time.
2: Uh, what if it's actually out? <laughs> what will you do? <laughs> Oh, shit. That's th- this myself. is this is the podcast again. The revival, think, but then you get Tew coming out right at the end of the podcast, and you'd be very excited.
3: It hasn't come out.
2: Boo! Um, quick, let's tr- let's check
3: Twitter to see if any breaking news is. <laughs>
2: um, let's see. We have the poll results. I have fifty three notifications from tweeting about how Spot is bad. Um. um t- Insane Clown
3: Posse has cancelled the gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, it's Moose's birthday.
2: Um. Oh, this is good news. You know the way that the European Championships were meant to be the summer, Liam? Yes. The, the European Championships, which will be held next summer in 2021, will still be called UEFA Euro 2020. Ah. So there you go. Uh,
3: I am Kylie Ray. It was all smiles as she took in Hogan Knows Best 3.
2: In Knockouts Warfare. There we go. There's some impact stuff for you. If you'd like to watch this week's... No, there's no news. If you'd like more AEW coverage in your feed, you can listen to Everything Elite every Thursday night. If you'd like uh, more television show coverage and WWE coverage in your feed, you can listen to Shake Them Ropes. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye.
3: Adam Ryland, contact me. I will... shell, shill, shell and shill. Bye. Bye.